What's going on, YouTubeites? Welcome to Lords of the Lawn Box and the weekly Cover Price Top Ten, brought to you by our friends from CoverPrice.com. Um, if you notice, DJ Curse has been missing for a while. My man threw out his back. He is going to be out of commission for a while. He hasn't even been doing Twitch videos, man. That's what sucks about getting old. You just uh, sometimes you just get pains, man. So, in honor of my man DJ Curse, I want to play a little. Uh, three-minute freestyle mix man for all you cats that remember freestyle music from the 80s and 90s have some fun with it bring in your wives and your old ladies they love this music the aquanet set mm, <laughs> That gave everybody a nice little uh, 
trip to the past. <laughs> there are some great comments in the live yeah, chat. <laughs> As I was going through, it, was, it reminds me of being in a Camaro with Drakkar Nar with some dude named Vidi. Dr- and then uh, I, somebody else in a comment about having an IROC Z. Oh, my God. Who remembers the IROC Camaro? Was it a Camaro? I do believe so. Oh, man. Transam, man. Oof. Mini trucks. That was, I remember, like, every everybody had a mini truck back in the days, and they were bumping that stuff. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Price Top 10. Uh, this is the Lords of the Lawn Box, and I got my man, Manimal. Say what's up to the good people. What up, everybody? Glad to be here. Back in the home state of Texas after my little excursion out to Jersey to see my boy, Nemesis Prime. Speak of the devil. Say what's up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, had a lot of fun. Took Zach to some shops here in uh, New Jersey and went to a nice little cookout. A lot of statue yeah. people. Uh, now I'm uh, looking on eBay for statues. Uh oh, you got the statue, but uh, man. dude, no, seriously. So Justin, Justin's talking with uh, all the statue guys, and then after like just a second, it was just him and I, and he's like, "You shouldn't have brought me here." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, yeah, man. That's a whole another rabbit hole to go down. Um, what's funny is I wonder if statues have gone up, but anyway, that's for another show for another time. But hey, this is brought to you by over our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com. You can sign up for a two week free trial, or you can sign up for two ninety nine a month, or six ninety month ninety nine a month for all your price guides, collections. And trends and lists like this. The show is also brought to you by friends over at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives, including the KRS Longbox, excuse me, KRSPoolbox.com, where you can get your weekly comics. Uh, huge announcement, man. So uh, KRS Comics is having a Clayton Crane in-store signing at their new KRS HQ on Herald Place in Chula Vista, California. The Lords, at least some of us will be there. Me and Ryan and my man Wolverine are going to drive down there. And we're going to uh, have a live show from new uh, KRS HQ. So you can get your Clayton Crane signings. And by the way, uh, this is dropping tomorrow. Uh, this is the uh, Inhuk Lee variant for Night Gwen, number one. This drops tomorrow at noon Pacific. Excuse me, noon Eastern, nine Pacific. So obviously, anytime you get a first appearance of something weird, like uh, there seems to always be Gwen, right? It's Gwen, uh-huh. uh, Gwenpool, uh, Gwenage, whatever the fuck, man. Uh, <laughs> Gwenage, yeah, Greenwich Village, the Carnage version. Uh, so uh, make sure you use your discount code of LOTLB to get this dope in Huck Lee cover that drops tomorrow, nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Also, um. Warren Liu is changing his art style to a more realistic art style. This is some of the early stuff that Warren Liu did. And the reason I tell you this is I can't show you the full cover yet, but Friday, this will drop. That's all I can tell you. I don't know. I can't tell you who it is, but this is part of the cover for that's going to drop on Friday. So if you tune into our Thursday show, I'll be able to show you the full cover because due to contractual regions, they can't show you that yet. Also, show is brought to you by our friends over at the Geeky Swag Shop, man. Uh, the Geeky Swag Shop is back doing things again. So if you want to get a shirt, go over to geekyswagshop.com. Look at the Lords, and you can get yourself a T-shirt just in time for the summertime. Uh, so I, was, I talked to him today. We're working about getting some Lords logo and some other things. So maybe an ashtray, a bong, I don't know, a ventilator, whatever, <laughs> man. Whatever we can stick our logo on, we're going to stick it on there, man. Uh, so let's get right to it, boys and girls. So this is the Cup Price Top 10. And as always, there's always one that doesn't quite make the list. And what I like to call that the runner up what do we have for this week's runner up zach so this week we've got bitterroot number one from back in 2018 
Deadline is reporting that Regina King to direct the Bitterroot adaptation of Image Comics series for Legendary. So sales are way up across the first print covers. This first issue just barely made the top 10 due to low supply on sites like eBay. Despite the sharp price, price increase, collectors seem to be holding on to their copies. It sold 19 copies, had a seven-day trend of 246%, and had a high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8. Yep. Mm. I mean, we should have seen it coming. Anytime there's something that gets optioned, uh, you know, it's going to be. But uh, I mean, you know, this thing has been, I think this was on our top 10 list before. Yeah. And I'm wondering if way back then that they knew that there was going to be something. But if you watch the Lords of Longbox long enough, you'll know about the when things spike, right? And once it gets optioned. And then this time it spiked because there's actually a director announced to it, you know, Regina King, who is, um, I think, better known. I think she's done some other directorial things, but she's better known as a, as an actor. But, you know, there you go, man. Right. So uh, so due to low print runs, relatively low print runs, I would say, uh -huh. because nowadays, I mean, something is killing the children is doing 200,000 uh, print runs, which is kind of crazy when you think about it for uh, what we would consider a indie comic. But there you go. The runner up is Bitterroot number one from 2018. What do we got for number 10s, uh, Justin? Oh, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 360 from Marvel Comics in 1992. This one is probably the cheapest of all the Carnage books. This is the uh, cameo appearance of Carnage. Features a four panels of Carnage where he's both named and speaks, and he actually introduces himself as Carnage. So this is finally getting some notice. The first cameo appearance is in 359, but this is the second cameo appearance, but simply as a clump of red symbiotic goo. Uh, did sell 41 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 173% and a high sale of 399.99 for a 9.8 CGC. Are we really specking on uh, red goo now? Is, is that what it, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised because I remember we people specked on uh, like a vial of Wolverine's DNA. It was, yep. uh, was X-23 or something like that. Was, yeah, was that the thing? Red Goblin, same thing. They yeah, and then the there was, you know, there's also uh, first time, like, uh, you know, Franklin Richards was in the stomach of Sue Storm or some other crazy <laughs> shit like that. So it doesn't surprise me. So, you know, hey, to each his own, man. So number 10 on the list is ASM number 360 from 1992. Hey, what do we got for number nine? That book looks familiar. Yeah, and this book shouldn't surprise anyone over from the news we've heard recently. So Ghost Rider number 28 back in 1992. This book was trending once before back when Lilith was mentioned to appear in the Hulu Ghost Rider series. However, that show was canceled and there's been plenty of speculation on where Ghost Rider might show up in the MCU. Well, the speculation is back again thanks to rumors by that hashtag show that a Midnight Suns, whose first appearance is in this issue, is in development for a film. While this still is very unconfirmed, it moved 74 copies, had a seven-day trend of 132%, and had a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, I have no comment. Um, uh, yeah, for those who have been the watching hashtag the show. Because I think uh, the Lords of the Longbox were talking about this book way before the hashtag yeah, show. Yeah, I guess it was so long ago that people forgot. But, uh, you know, if you want to go digging in those long boxes and look at really old Lords videos, I think that's, this actual video was actually before the channel got taken down. So it's back from 2019 if you want to go really see what when we're talking about the Midnight Suns. I, see, I feel like we've been talking about it for a while, but... You know, apparently uh, websites uh, have to be the real news. And, I, you know, I, I went on the website and, and the guy who wrote that article, it seems mm -hmm. like he just follows 
our videos and Geekosity because all of his articles are based off of what <laughs> those other people say. So I guess it's called journalism nowadays, boys and girls. But hey, I hope you guys have these because, uh, you know, we've talked about it for a long time. Uh, maybe now it's time to bust them out of the bag to make sure that they're not, you know, yet, uh, you know, creases and dings in them. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised with, you know, I, I, I rethink in my ways of keeping things in the poly bag. I mean, unless it's like Static X, right, which is worth more in the bag. But anything else, especially now in the days of grading, man, you may want to take it out of the bag just to make sure because, you know, it can be just because it's in a plastic bag doesn't mean it can't be damaged. You'd be surprised what people did with them. So number nine on the list, Ghost Rider number 28, the first appearance of the Midnight Suns from 1992. What do we got for number eight? We got another Carnage book. We got Venom Lethal Protector number four from Marvel Comics 1993. So with the heat of the Venom, let there be Carnage trailer plus the upcoming Extreme Carnage lasher comic miniseries the various symbiotes who first appeared in this issue scream agony lasher page and riot are all receiving heavy speculation if you recall riot was actually the main villain of the first venom film which was when his uh issue when this first issue spiked uh since then the creators are well aware of the various symbiotes there's some so much potential of an upcoming show that they could show up uh, it did sell 90 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 132%, and a high sale of 249.99 for a CGC 9.8 for Lethal Protector number four. Hmm. That's crazy, man. Um, I mean, um, yeah. sold too early on that one, man. I had a 9.8 from a while ago, and I sold too early. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean that was just a teaser trailer too, right? I mean, we still don't yep. even know what, uh, but it just. It's it's just goes to show you Venom has a, a rather large cult following, you know what I mean? And this is all uh, you know, um, you know, I don't think Null is gonna show up, by the way, if if you really think that's going I mean, <laughs> nah. it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely I mean, it's gonna be the 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 carnage storyline. So uh it'd be interesting to see where to go. But I keep on thinking to myself, how many more Venom movies can you make without Spider Man, right? Eventually you have to you get you have to have Spider Man in there somewhere, right? Um so yeah, know, how many and, how many Venom movies can you make with symbiotes and only symbiotes? Yeah, and the amount of Venom like miniseries is absolutely ridiculous. Like in the nineties, like he really never got a solo series, but man, he has a ton of uh, miniseries. I mean, you know, try to mm-hmm. in the live chat name as many as you can because I remember. There, I mean, if you look up Venom, it's just like Venom this, Venom that, and it's it's never really you know. No, I guess you know because you know kind of a. He, he was a like villain. That, yeah, he had at least villain. five before he had an ongoing. Yeah. Prote- five. Eco Protector, Madness. Oh, my God. There's, There's so many. There's a ton of them. Yeah. So, hey, in the live chat, name them all off. All right. So, number eight on the list is Venom Lethal Protector number four. Oh, by the way, if you didn't watch the MTV Movie Awards, which I don't blame you if you didn't. <laughs> but you know what? There was some cool stuff, man. Obviously, the meme of Scarlett Johansson and the goo, that has gotten crazy play mm. all over the place. But uh, there was also the Snake Eyes kind of teaser that uh, premiered that. And that's why it's on this list. Yeah, so number seven, we've got G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 281. So buckle in because the market is now all over G.I. Joe key issues and first appearances. This new issue features a first appearance of Sherlock, sold 44 copies, had a seven-day trend of 287%, and had a high sale of $20 for a raw copy. The one in tin variant is also super hot and had a high sale of $75 for a raw this week. Yeah, so... 
if you want to know anything about G.I. Joe, go follow my man, JLS Comics, man. He does a great series of videos about all the history of the Joes, and uh, there is a ton of them. But um, why Sherlock, I guess I'm asking? Yeah, well, did, did they sh- was she in the trailer or he in the trailer? Who the fuck is Sherlock, you know? <laughs> I'm a bit old school. I just remember like the old guys. And uh, I'm a, also a child of one of the first viral videos. Have you guys ever seen the GI Joe PSAs? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh course. my God. Pork, Those were pork chop sandwiches. Pork chop sandwiches. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they used to crack me up, man. I have a, I have a, I have a t-shirt that says pork chop sandwiches. And I, when I wear it, I've had like only like three people recognize and they go, dude, I go, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> I love those videos. I'll wear it on the next Tuesday show. I'll wear my pork chop sandwiches t-shirt, man. Uh, it's freaking hilarious. But those PSAs, man, it it's, that was like, early internet before thing what we call viral now remember right. that i mean yeah. it was it was it was it, they were freaking hilarious basically if you don't know you young kids on the gi joe cartoon at the very end of each episode they had this little psa to you know you know don't bully don't smoke and any so this company or these guys did voiceovers on them and just made them freaking hilarious. So just it's look ridiculous up ridiculous too. Just, just the one who, the one dude that was uh that has a bowl over his head. Um, I forgot his name. Deep Sigh or Deep Dive, whatever. And whenever he talks, all you hear is blah, 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 blah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go great. look at just Google the kids. Trust me, I think they're on YouTube. Google GI Joe PSAs. They are absolutely hilarious. So number seven on the list is GI Joe, a real American hero. Number two eighty one from two thousand twenty one. That's a new one. All right, what do we got for number six? Uh, Captain America, number 352 from Marvel Comics from 1989. So this issue features the first appearance of the Supreme Soviets, uh, Piron, Red Guardian, Sputnik, and Fantas Salat. Uh, this book Easy actually has... To say. I know. This, this book actually had a lot of movement due to David Habers, who plays Alexei Shlovakov, the Red Guardian, in Black Widow. His post on Instagram stating, Ursha, uh, Yolova, Nat, CD. Sputnik and I are all on the rest of the Winter Guard. Look forward to sharing popcorn bag and a little big old screen in the dark theater in July on July 9th. Hmm. So this sent buyers rushing online to purchase Sputnik's first appearance in this issue. There was also some confusion that this is the issue was the first appearance of Winter Guard, which was quickly corrected. It's actually Iron Man number nine from 1998. But this issue sold 47 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 347% and a high sale of $49.99 for a raw copy. So wait. So I've been diving for this one. So this is not actually the first appearance of the Winter Guard, but people bought it anyway. So it's kind of like that Robin book that remember back with punchline is that, uh, so is this one of those things where it's a mistake? Uh, Because I did see, and they're talking about winter guard, obviously being in black widow, right? Well, he said Sputnik and this is the first appearance of Sputnik. Uh, So one of the characters he mentioned is appears in this. Yeah. Because I do know Marvel is do has an upcoming winter guard series coming up. Um, So, you know, so you you'll definitely see them, um, but you know. So I'm I'm assuming people thought that you know Sputnik was going to be in uh, Black Widow or something. Hmm. Sputnik. It's hard to say, yes. man. But there's a lot of characters you can go with. You know, 
you know, people are just waiting for Omega Red. Just saying, man, Omega Red. And I think Crimson Dynamo is another Russian character, right? I mean, yeah, so yeah. there you go. I mean, you know, if they stick with that whole thing, because there's definitely going to be a Black Widow too. It's just, uh, it's, I mean, you know, um, they already have it. Uh, they already picked the characters for it. So just expect it and it's going to happen, man. Um, you know, I, there's a reason why they keep on pushing Black Widow back further and further and further. They want as many box office dollars as possible as many open screens as possible as opposed mm-hmm. to you know you know and they, i even asked mikey son that that quite possibly they may remove it from the disney premiere um if enough theaters are open and just have it strictly in uh, open for the theaters for consumption mm-hmm. so because that day and day release um thing that uh they're doing um really is not working out i think the last film that just came out just bombed terribly uh the angelina jolie film yeah, oh, that was, uh, yeah, but that you know that show the same day on HBO Max. Yes, so like, you can uh, see it on HBO like Max. Hunter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know John Bernthal's in it, so apparently that just tanked at the box office. So we'll see if people I meant you know, and we won't get into it here, but there's a giant upheaval going on over at Warner Media, and one of the uh, main guys who brought the whole day in day release of theaters and streaming. Uh, it may no longer be with the company. So uh, they pissed off a lot of their uh, creators, like the Dune, the director for Dune, Christopher Nolan, who wants their movies on the big screen and not, you know, to be premiering on whatever, you know, streaming service there is. So uh, I, you know, I have a feeling they're going to correct their course and, you know, do away with it. Or who knows? They may go all in on this whole streaming thing because everybody's playing catch up to Netflix at this point, right? Because Netflix. Yeah. As over 250 million subscribers, I think Disney Plus is next with like 103 million subscribers. HBO Max is like at 43 or something like that. So we shall see, boys and girls. Captain America number 352 coming in at number six. All right, what do we got for number five? Number five, we've got America Chavez made in the USA number three. So this issue features the first appearance of America's sister, Catalina Chavez. Catalina seems even more powerful and is intrigued readers. Sold 56 copies, had a seven-day trend of 305%, and had a high sale of $25 for a raw copy. Wow. I had no idea that there was a uh, America Chavez sister. So yeah. I had no idea there was an America Chavez series. Yeah. made. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we all know America Chavez is coming to the movies. I do believe she's going to be in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So yes. um, maybe people... This is one of those things where I think this is coming from uh, a YouTube channel or a website that's just pure specking. Like, hey, if America Chavez is coming, then definitely her sister is coming. Um, which is interesting because I do believe she was orphaned when she left her. Her parents sacrificed themselves to send her off. And then that's when she kind of went off into her own thing. But, you know, obviously they retcon things like she was... Uh, adopted by a family or something like that and then she got her memory back and then she kind of decided that hey i don't want to be with the family anymore it's a really weird origin for america oh, yeah. chavez because she had like uh two moms and they sacrificed herself to save her world and then you know she obviously has this ability to create uh portals to go to other worlds and she just ended up in the bronx just like everybody else does you know whenever they leave the world where they go the bronx makes sense perfect sense to me all right so number five on the list is america chavez made in the usa number trace what do we got for number four man how about this one ultraman oh, number dope. one from harvey comics 1993 shout out to harvey comics first time on this list ever so <laughs> with ultraman number one it was recently announced by variety that that 
uh, Netflix is developing an Ultraman animated feature with an all new story. Ultraman is a fan favorite character for a lot of people and has been a quite a long dormant franchise that is finally starting to see new life. Uh, this jump started the U.S. first appearance of Ultraman in comics. Did sell 34 copies last week. Had a seven-day uptrend of 645%. That's insane. And a high raw sale for $61. Yeah, Marvel now has the publishing rights to Ultraman. Remember, they just yep. came out with that series a while ago. And I'm a huge Ultraman fan. And what's interesting to me is, how come you guys didn't buy this when the Ultraman series came out? Because there is an Ultraman uh, Netflix series, uh, you know, and it wasn't bad either. They kind of made it more, uh, it's more of a superhero story. And uh, there is an Ultraman season two that's coming. So, but I guess, hmm. you know, and I don't know, if, did you, have you guys ever seen it? It's pretty good. No, I, just, no, I know what you're talking yeah. about, but. You know, people it's, not, it's not bad at all, but it's interesting how nobody cared about Ultraman until they said they're going to make an actual animated movie on Netflix when there's already a, an animated miniseries on Netflix. So mm -hmm. uh, there you go, man. But man, I remember as a kid, man, Ultraman was a shit, man. I, I, right up there with like Godzilla and all the kaiju. Just Ultraman was our thing. Before, and then uh, you kids got what uh, Power Rangers and shit. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but <laughs> Ultraman is is definitely better. He could kill all the Power Rangers at once. That's all I'm saying. So Ultraman number four, and you are all right. Harvey Comics makes how his about, debut. How about uh, Jet Jaguar? Jet Jaguar is dope. Jet Jaguar was uh, in that Godzilla movie, remember? Yeah, Which was the I've funniest shit ever. Like, he's shaking hands with Godzilla like, good job! <laughs> All right, so uh, number four on the list from Harvey of Comics. Good job, Harvey. All right, what we got for number three? Well, don't don't be surprised. It's Ultraman number one, the Virgin variant from Harvey back in 1993 as well. So back-to-back -back Ultraman books here. This Virgin cover can be hard to find in the wild. And saw a big spike in the price, sold 40 copies, seven-day trend of 846%, and had a high sale of $310 for a CGC 9.6. Damn. That's just – okay. I mean, this is obviously the influx of new collectors and speculators, right? Because mm – -hmm. You know, anytime some Hollywood announces something, they immediately go out and buy the comics. When I'm thinking, hey, man, there's been an Ultraman Netflix series that came out in 2019, but nobody cared. But this is part of what I'm saying we we talking about is the influx of uh, comic or comic speculators or collectors that are coming in from the trading card world, the video game card world and everything. And we keep on saying it doesn't matter if the property was not originally a comic book property, but if there's a first appearance of the character in a comic book, you know, you know, that's why if there's ever like a, if a Fred Flintstone live action movie were to come out now, that Flintstone comic would blow up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody cared before. Like if they were to, if they were to make a live action Scooby Doo right now, the Scooby Doo would be all over this list. It's just, uh, it's just the way things are. I mean, it's just, you just, anytime something gets announced, just look for the comic. That's what I'm saying because that's what it seems to be people doing now. As soon as they see any uh, news that gets dropped on Variety or what have you, they immediately go and try to figure out what the first appearance is. And most of the times they're right on what the first appearance is, but you know. Still a dope book, and I, I really dig this cover. I actually just want to read this because the, the Marvel Ultraman was, man, it was okay, but I would like to see the take on it that uh, Harvey did back in 1993. God, what has Harvey done? Are they still publishing? I don't think they're a thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was surprised that this Harvey was still doing something in 1993. So, uh, somebody in the live chat, what's the last Harvey book that they did? Uh, what have they done for me lately? Yeah. In the live chat, name uh, the last Harvey uh, series that came out. Because uh, <laughs> didn't they do like uh, they used to do like a uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost? Didn't they? Was that a Harvey book? Maybe 
I can't I think recall. So. They used to do like Kitty Comics or something like that. But there you go. Name in live chat. We'll give you guys a Marvel no prize. All right. What do we got for number two on the list? Well, my third book of the night, it's a Venom and Carnage related book. So Spider-Man Unlimited number one for Marvel Comics 1993. So benefiting again from the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. This is the first appearance of Shriek and it's moving. It sold 277 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 124% and a high sale of $449 for a CGC 9.8, which is way up from when the book was in the top 10 in February and its high sale was 110 for a CGC 9.8. So that's $300 plus now finally gotten that trailer. Well, I mean, were they in the trailer though? <clears throat> yeah, she's uh, yeah, the one. It showed, the it showed a girl in a cell like screaming. Mm. Yep. Oh, well, it makes sense then that she's shrieking, I guess. You know, but exactly. um, just I, I guess it's just like one of those things like you might as well buy it up now just in case, right? Uh, but you know, now it's no longer a dollar bin book. Um, but uh, nope. I remember this book and I think I have it because it's super thick. I mean, it's like one of the it's really a, like a like a remember all the unlimited books that came out? There used to yeah. be. A, mm-hmm. X-Men Unlimited, I could have swore they were like triple size, man. They're like giant, giant books. And uh, Shit, that last auction we did, I think I sold three or four of these. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, If you even go on, if you go on IMDB, uh, Naomi Harris is, uh, it's quote, she's casted as as Shriek. There you go. So Shriek is coming. If she has a major role or not, we shall see. But uh, starting to get more trailers. So uh, everybody's buying these up, man. So Spider-Man unlimited number one in at number two and uh, thank god zach uh, justin doesn't have to do this one because this is his favorite <laughs> god okay number one we got hank howard pizza detective caligula's safe from oh bad idea Christ. 2021 oh man this is just ridiculous this bad idea new title was very limited in store and only received part received by participating retailers with a low $1 price point. This title had only one way to go up buyers scrambled online to pick up a copy, which drove up sales and sold 136 copies had a seven day trend of 873% and had a high sale of $30 for a raw copy. Dude, bad idea is just is stupid. It's stupid at this point. Can we just talk about this title for a second? And what Hank Howard's pizza detective Caligula safe. So, For those who don't know what Caligula is, I, I Google it, but make sure you're not at work because if it was, a, yeah, I think who it was, he an, was, it was an early uh, penthouse full on pornographic film, but had Hollywood actors in it. If I remember, it was like Roddy McDowell was in it. It was one of these weirdy, weird things. And obviously Caligula has this whole history of like, you know, um, you know, he was, the story is Caligula creep, had bro. all these orgies and Roman. yeah. Yeah, Roman orgies and things like that. So when every time I see Caligula, I think of that uh, uh, porn movie starring Roddy McDowell. Really, really trippy shit if you think about Roddy McDowell. Just just go on IMDb and look up Caligula and look at the actors on it and then realize that it is an actual porn movie. (laughs) So you think about that. So that's why when I see Hank Howard, pizza detective, Caligula safe. Which uh, I'm assuming uh, the the safe of Caligula probably has like the first ever dildos created uh, in uh, ancient times because you know he was a freak apparently. So uh, for those just joining us, man, um, KRS Comics HQ is going to have a opening store opening, and Clayton Crane will be there to sign all your Clayton Crane related books. Chula Vista, California, on July 16, 2021. Myself, Dark Side Jedi, and Swolverine will be there. Uh, 
airing live, trying to get Justin and uh, and uh, mm. Zach to show up. I mean, Zach, it's not too far a drive from El Paso to San Diego, right? Uh, San Diego? I thought you said it's in uh, Chula Vista. Yeah. Okay. Chula Vista is basically a suburb of San Diego. So it's just it, Chula Vista is just north of San Diego. I wouldn't drive. I'd fly. But There you go. Okay. We'll just fly. It wouldn't take that long at all. But there you go. And uh, by the way, this drops tomorrow, boys and girls, at noon Eastern, Ooh. 9 Pacific. This is the Night Gwen in Huckley variant. Um, I think it's 25 for cover A and it's 70 for the Virgin variant. And so uh, you use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off that. And uh, I'm going to tease it again today, man. This drops on Friday. And I'll have the full image for you. This is a Warren Liu book that we're going to, KRS is going to drop Friday. We will show you the actual full blown uh, image on Thursday's show. So make sure you check out the shakers. Um, it's going to be hot. It's hot. Warren Liu is changing his style up to be more. He's doing more realistic covers like this now. I would I would marry this cover as well. Um, you know, <laughs> fuck it. I don't even care, man. Oh, my old lady. Here's that too. Shit. Anyway, thanks for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, 35 minutes of your time. Go enjoy the rest of your day. It's Tuesday. Have a safe week. Any last words, Manimal? No, I'm glad to be back. Love doing the Tuesday shows with everyone and watching these bad idea books come up every goddamn time that a new one comes out. <laughs> We'll see if they have a long play or not. Uh, Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah, I just dropped a link for our Friday show. We did a live show on Friday here down in my basement in New Jersey with Zach and I. So check out that, that was video. Fun. I, was, I was in live chat. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Uh, and then, of course, although you didn't surprise out. anybody because, you know, as soon as you're like showing up, like you're like, where's Zach? Why would you have an empty couch sitting right beside you? And looking for? <laughs> but, you know, well played, well played. Hey, nobody knew that he was coming until you guys, until that picture that I sent you guys. <laughs> right. I knew it. Zach is like hard, undercover that way, dude. I'm sure like he'll just pop up in front of my door like, hey, bro, let's go to TNT. I'm like, you never know man. where I'll be, bro. You never know I where know. I'll be. You know, hey, you never know. Uh, so uh, we will see you guys on Thursday for the Shakers of the Week. Uh, until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.